Welcome to the Garden Life Marriage Podcast. I'm John. And I'm Jocelyn. And today we're going to do something a little different. We're going to answer some of the questions we've seen posed. Um, so we're just going to have a little fun with it. You up for the challenge? I'm always ready for a challenge. Well, let's hop right into it. First question. What's your stance? Happy wife, happy life versus happy spouse, happy house. What do you say? You should already know. Let me clean my ear. I want to know what's going on. <laughs> say what? <laughs> no, I'm of the mindset that you should have a happy spouse, happy house. Because, I mean, you don't want a happy wife and a miserable husband. That would suck. It would. And I understand why that saying's out there. Because why? it's almost like... Cause if the wife is happy, she can't nag her husband. That's why it's out there. Keep her just, it's almost like pacify, appeasement. Just keep That's her terrible. happy. Keep her happy. Keep her <laughs> off your back. That is terrible. And as long as she's happy, it should should be peace in the home. But what? You but know, then you, the man is just miserable. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. That's what happens. He's going to be bottling up a lot of stuff. Um, one day might explode, but will always make it look like everything's good. Okay, so then how do you transition from happy wife, happy life to happy spouse, happy house? Because yep. if you're catering to your wife to keep the peace and all of a sudden you're like, No, I don't want to do that anymore, how do you mm-hmm. how do you make that transition? Slowly. Not I'd say move away from the catering, but really there's gotta be the openness to be like, okay. Kind of like what with you, I always say, hey, you good? You need something? I need sushi. You don't bring okay. me no sushi. It's talking with the spouse and finding out if they're good. Yeah. And, that, you know, back and forth, vice versa. And then the wife, in this case, talking with the husband, finding out what do you need? Are you good? Are you happy? How can we make things better? So just, I would say, catering to each other. You know, serving each other. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I do think that it can also be the reverse, too, where the wife is um, just trying to keep the man happy. Yeah. So he doesn't blow up. Yeah. Yeah. I think both of those are. uh, Neither one's a good situation. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Next question. When and where were you when your spouse first said, I love you? When and where? See, the first. I don't remember the first time. I can tell you the first time. I know. I can kind of go back to that first month together. After 13 days? Or was it 13 said, days? Girl, I love you. It might have been. It might have been it day 13. Was, you day remember 13. the day? Yes, I do. I don't remember when we said <laughs> I love you. I don't remember. But I do remember when you was like, I think you might be your wife. That's what I And I was say. like, lies. I remember yes. it was in the first month I yes. knew that. I thought you was trying to run game. We were going to get married. And I was like, mm, we going to see. And we did see. And here but we no, are. I don't, I don't remember when we first said I love you. Me neither. I don't, but see, I'm, I'm weird like that. I don't even remember. Like, I don't remember the first, the times of our kids being born. Like, you know how some people are like, my baby was born at 656. I don't, I don't. They here. They healthy. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. So not the exact time, exact day, but I remember a lot of that first month. I do remember our first kiss. 
I remember, is it at my apartment, right? Yep, and you yeah. gave me a kiss on my forehead. Mm-hmm. So I do kiss. remember that and a few other things. And but... I thought, you were so far off from the lips. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I don't remember our first time saying I love you, but I do remember our first kiss. That counts. Okay. Okay. Next question. How many times a week should a couple expect to be intimate? I think expect is a strong word. I, know, I already know your answer. You think you know it. But you're going to say every day or every mm-hmm, other day. Mm-hmm. What are you going to say? So you're say expect. As I said, that's a strong word. I don't come at it that way anymore. Hey, I expect this. I would, I really think two, three times a week is where we're at. That's where I think we're at. See, I think this this question lands differently for men, women, because immediately, and I knew when we were reading this question, you were going to go into sex. But I think for for women, I guess for men as well, intimacy should be every day because it's not just sex. Intimacy could just be kind words. It could be flirting. It could be touching without the leading to sex. I know you don't like that, but it could be the the no, no, non-sexual touch. It could be the compliments. It could be the, you know, acts of service. So I think intimacy. Yes. If you focus on that word intimacy, that's a daily thing. But that's yeah. not really what this question is about. How you know? You wasn't there when they posted this question? Because you wouldn't expect to be. I mean, why would you have to guess at how many times you expect to be intimate if you're intimate every day? Well, maybe maybe someone is in a situation where... No, that was just them trying to dress it up. What they want to know is how many times, how many times a week you gonna get in, are they smashing? Get <laughs> That's what they want to know. Beat those cheeks. What's <laughs> <laughs> wrong with you? I mean, earlier on, yeah, I do feel like it was more times a week. And then you start complaining until you, you found out that we was above the average. I wasn't complaining. I just feel like you talk about expectation. More times, more more than two, three times a week early on. But again, that's before life really hits. Kids are around. Everybody's getting more busy. Yeah. As we got older, I realized I slowed down and I'm okay with that. So it's like, all right, two, three times a week, I feel like I'm good. So then what do you say to those couples who are going like months and there's no medical condition there's just there's just nothing do you think that's a problem for a man yeah i do and you say what did we say to him i'd have to ask more questions how did it get to this point because it doesn't always it doesn't start there yeah but do i think it's a problem for the man yes because i think that desire is still there so now it's like okay what do you do with it yeah mm-hmm Good points. Read the next one. Can a broke man keep a woman happy in a relationship? This is an interesting question to me. Why? Why why are they broke, right? They didn't say they were broke. No, it says can a broke man. Yeah, keep a woman happy. That's that's why I said to me there's more questions within the question. Okay. Did he start out that way? (laughs) (laughs) When you met him. Is this just a hardship? Like, you know, coming off this pandemic and stuff, some people lost jobs. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, is it just a mindset thing where you're like, hey, I just don't want to work. And if the woman's willing to go out there and get it, I'm just going to lay back and, and do as little as I can. So those different things, I think, play into the answer. But just in general, mm-hmm. I don't think it will work. See, I think differently. Because I think if, okay, first of all, let's define broke. Mm-hmm. Because I'm only talking about monetary, right? Okay. So if if we were in a situation where you were not working, you didn't have any money, but you were taking care of everything else, I would be happy. Would I feel pressure? Yes. I would definitely feel pressure. Um, but I do think you can be happy. Then uh, I do think that there, there are certain things that men can do mm-hmm. to help satisfy some of the needs of a woman mm-hmm. um, beyond financial security. Because it could be the reverse. You could have all the money in the world and then you'll relationships still be trash because why would that be because you could be um spending your job or your career could be your primary goal so now you're not spending time with your wife and with your family so now there's another need that's not being met um you could be i don't know it could just be just like there's multiple reasons yeah it's the system levels of priority so without a lot more detail in this question that we received I'm going to say, I'm locking my answer in. Yes, a broke man can keep a woman happy in a relationship. What's your locked in answer? I think it's locked in. Like I said, too many questions. I think it's a slippery slope, especially depending on how they communicate. Because yeah. if you get into these arguments and now that's what she wants to go for. You know, you ain't making no money anyway. And who oh, are you man. to say anything? The low blows. Yeah. That, yeah, that that would be. And then again, I don't. I've I've heard of different situations where the woman is the one making the majority of the money, married couples, but the man is still kind of feeling like I'm not doing enough because sometimes your identity or your worth is built in. Hey, what can I provide for my family? Yeah, it's not just that. Hey, I, I keep the home secure, or I'm watching the kids and raising them and being a good father. There's still that part of you that's like, but I want to contribute financially. So even if the woman is like, no, nah, you're cool, you're cool, just keep doing what you're doing. I always wonder, because I, I do think in the back of the man's head, he's always like, am I doing enough? Is I hear that her saying that, but is that enough? 100% true? But is that the, I think that's more of the man's insecurity than it is for the woman. I, I believe that, but who knows how that's going to come out. Oh, you're saying like in their relationship, how that comes out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. So the man could end up being resentful. Yeah. Could be. Like I said. Plot twist. It has to do a lot with a lot of other questions. Like I said, the communication and just where that man's at at that period in his life. Because I think in general. Men want to be able to provide financially. Yeah. And I'm not saying that, you know, they have to be the one making the most, but they do want to feel like, hey, I'm contributing and my contribution is substantial. See, I think that's where the the discussion needs to be had of what is the contribution? Hmm. Because if you were like, hey, I'm going to quit my job, (laughs) I'm going to clean the house, 
I'm going to do the laundry. You're all for that? I'm picking up the kids every day and taking them to school. I'm making all of the dinners. I'm going to say resign today. Mm. We will make it. But you saying that that's not, I guess it's not the level of contribution you would want to, to have done. Because I'm, I'm here for it. I don't think so. I don't think so. And I think another part of that is you were talking about the man's securities and insecurities. There is that part, because when you get around other guys, they always want to know, what do you do? And sometimes it could be challenging just to be like, you know, I'm just I'm not at the house, you know, stay home, dad, or whatever it is you say, because that doesn't, that doesn't always carry the same weight. That's a real job, though. I'm not saying it's not, but. That's a real job. I think that can be real challenging. Yeah. All right. Okay, next question. How do I tell my spouse she's clingy and that I need space without hurting her feelings? What you got? What answer you got for that? Um, if any. <laughs> well, see, I think we 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 got cold words when we want to use have our personal space. So I think there is a way of saying Hey, I need some space without mm-hmm. saying you're being clingy. Because I think that's where you can get in trouble with the label. Yeah, and the phrase. Yes. So I think there is a way to communicate to your spouse, like, hey, I need, you know, I just need some me time. I need some self-care time just without us being together all the time. Which is why I enjoy when we go to hotels, you book rooms with separate beds. I like that. Mm-hmm. So I can starfish in freedom, in peace. In peace. Yes, without having to share pillows. But I do think there is a way that you can communicate that. So I know that our word is cucumbers. So if mm-hmm. I say I'm feeling like cucumbers, that means it's nothing against you. I just I need some space to regroup and collect myself so that I can be my full, authentic self without being like... I'm feeling smothered. Yeah, it's good to have that personal time. I could say something as easy as, hey, I'm about to go for a car ride. Or Is that what your cold word is? I thought we agreed on cucumbers. Is that what your cold word is? No, it's not about a cold word, but it's just how being able to explain it in a way that I need some time alone. Yeah. Or it's not always time alone. It might just be time away from the spouse. Maybe you are just hanging out with the fellows. Or maybe it's just you just happen to be in separate rooms doing separate things. Because for me, sometimes it's not always just clingy. Sometimes it's just noisy. And it's still just needing space to just kind of, you can say, decompress. But, see, the clingy thing also made me think high maintenance. Is a person high maintenance? Because I think that's a little different. Yeah. A high maintenance person wanting your time and energy all the time. Because they're getting that fulfillment, I guess. They're, I don't want to say life fulfillment, but fulfillment from you as an individual. And so being able to uh, kind of detach from that, realizing I can't be your everything. And so that might be a little more challenging to share with someone, but that's true also. One person is not going to be able to fulfill everything, meet all those needs, fill all those voids. Yeah. I was thinking actually the reverse. I was thinking it, dep- it depends on what the wife is doing. And I'm not even going to say the wife because it could be the husband too. What is the other spouse doing throughout the day? The spouse, not the other spouse. 
what is the spouse doing <laughs> throughout the day? Like if they are taking care of the home and the kids, then they might appear to be clingy, but they're not. They just want interaction with an adult. Yeah. So I do think that it should be the same both ways. So if you have the freedom to get up and say, hey, I feel like cucumbers right now, I'm going to go for a ride. Then that same courtesy should be extended to the spouse um, where they also can say, hey, I need a moment. And you just, you know, backing up. I agree. Those are some good questions. Yeah. See, there's some more. That was fun. <laughs> well, this is a good segue for our kiss and connect. So this week's Kiss and Connect is to ask your spouse, would you rather questions? I found a few on Pinterest, and um, so I suggest that you can actually go and find some questions just to make little fun games for you and your spouse of would you rather. Okay. I like that one. Of course you do. When you get done connecting with each other, come connect with us at Garden Life Marriage, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube. And soon, my wife will start putting out challenges on TikTok. So. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but if you got your ideas, info at gardenlifemarriage.com. And uh, remember, marriage is a journey, so plan accordingly. And we'll holler at you next time.